Welcome to the Being Authentic Together podcast with your host, Reverend Matthew Shannon. In this episode today, we're talking about being authentic in the pause. Being authentic in the pause. And I'm not talking about dog pause, but I'm talking about pause, like P-A-U-S-E, pause. Being authentic in the pause. In this episode, we're going to talk about Elijah in 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 through 8, as well as we're going to look at the power of pausing. And we're also going to find ways to still be you in the pause, especially in light of this coronavirus uh, shutdown uh, of, of pretty much literally everything. We have to know what we can do in this season of pausing. Uh, God rested on the seventh day. Uh, God rested after he finished creating earth. And we're going to look at uh, finding ways to being still being you uh, in the pause. You don't have to stop being who you are because something you love was shut down. You don't have to stop. You can find another way to do it uh, and, be, and be creative with it. So be authentic in the pause. We look at 2 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 through 8. And we look at this scripture text, New Revised Standard Version, talks about um, Ahab, Jezebel, and Elijah. Uh, Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so may the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life like the one of them by this time tomorrow. Then he was afraid. He got up and fled for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah. He left his servant there, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, get up and eat. He looked and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him and said, get up and eat. Otherwise the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank. Then he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the Mount of God. Here we find in a situation that Ahab had told Jezebel uh, what Elijah supposedly had done. Um, and Elijah went away in fear and in shame. He basically was running from his own life. He was fleeing from Jezebel, fleeing from that entire situation. But while he was fleeing, he was afraid. And the most powerful part of this, one of the most powerful parts of the scripture uh, is that it says, then he was afraid, he got up and fled for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah. He left his servant there but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness 
and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. The point I want to make here is this, is that he went out into the wilderness on a day's journey and he found a solitary tree and he sat up on, sat up under the tree. He paused. He took the time to stop and think and to reflect on what had happened in his life. Now, he was not in a healthy situation because he was still fearful of what might happen to him. And he was still shameful at what the guilt that was placed upon uh, his life. Uh, and so he sat down under the tree and he said, I, I can't take this anymore. It's too much to bear. It's, it's, it's too much. And he said, he, he told God that he would rather die said it was enough. The fear, the guilt, the shame, all of that was too much for him. And he was ready to die. And he was sitting underneath uh, this tree. But pausing is critical if we're going to be authentic. If we look at everything we do, if you take a road trip, there are rest areas, travel centers, um, all so that you can take a break. If you take a walk in the park or a walk in the mall, you're going to find benches. You're going to find uh, park benches. You're going to find uh, uh, benches in the mall. Uh, and it's impossible to make a long journey and not stop. Now, some people try not to stop. They're resistant. Uh, to stopping, resistant to pausing. They don't think that it is important, but pausing is critical uh, in our world today. And so Elijah sat down under this tree, really fearful and really afraid. Um, and he was just ready to throw in a towel, ready to give up. But then the Lord came to him. God came to him and told him, get up and eat. He looked. There his head was a cake baked on hot stones. Here, here the, God provided him a meal. God gave him a meal, gave him something to drink. He ate and drank, lay down again. The angel of the Lord touched him and said, get up and eat. Otherwise, the journey will be too much for you. Don't allow the situations, the circumstances of what the world is facing right now to stop you from taking care of you. Don't let the circumstances stop you from eating right and, 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 and replenishing your body with water and, and healthy drinks. And, um, because this is a journey Life is a journey. Life is going to be filled with mountains, with valleys, with peaks, with bottoms, with and in the in-between. And in all those seasons, you can't stop being you. Nourishing Elijah's body was equivalent to nourishing our souls today. 
We cannot stop eating off the word of God. We cannot stop eating off the presence of God in this situation. Because if we stop communicating with God, if we stop feeding our spirit and feeding our mind and feeding our body, when life gets hard, then the journey will be too much. That's when it will overwhelm us. That's when the, the coronavirus situation will overwhelm us. When we get inundated by social media, by everywhere we see the media and everywhere we see, every time we look. But the point of this season, don't look at the sickness that's going around. Don't look at the disease going around. Look at what God is trying to do. God is trying to give us a pause, give us a rest. We've been going and going and going and going and going and going and going. Some of you have been going and going like the Energizer Bunny, and you don't even know how to stop. You don't know how to stop, relax, and, and take a pause. Take a deep breath because you're going to need it for the journey ahead. Watch Elijah, Elijah, after he took the food after he drank, after he took self-care in, after he realized that he was worth something, that he should not have been stripped of, of who he was. Then he went in strength. He lived off of that food. Live off the nourishment that God is going to give you during this season of rest, during this season of pause. Live in the strength of the Lord. There is power in pausing. I have to tell you, the power in, in, in pausing uh, is, is this. Pausing recharges the body, the mind, and the soul. Pausing helps us to focus on what really matters, our relationship with God. Could it be that we've been so caught up into our own agenda, so caught up in everybody else's agenda till we have not had time to reflect on our God, on our family, on our friends, on our loved ones? Could this be the time that we should consider ourselves to focus on what God has placed inside of our lives. We've gotten caught up in the busyness of life. We've gotten caught up in the rush of time. We've gotten caught up in, um, uh, in, in what really doesn't matter. And so today, it's your time. It's, it's your time to pause. It's your time to focus on what really matters. It's your time to focus on your relationship with God. And if you don't have a relationship with God, today is the day. Because you cannot get through this storm. You can't get through this difficulty. You can't get through this journey. You can't get through this without the grace of God. You can't get through it without somebody, a companion on your side. You can't get through it without a, a restorer and a healer and a, and, a, and a problem solver on your side. You need a companion. The Bible says, ah, the Bible says, can I help somebody today? The Bible says, what does the Bible say? It says, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help, and my help comes from the Lord, the Lord who gives a strength. Yes, 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 pausing helps us to reflect on the good 
goodness of God and what God has done in our lives already. We don't have to be afraid of this situation that's going on right now. You don't have to be afraid of the storms that you're facing today. You don't have to be afraid of the diagnosis. You don't have to be afraid of what's going to happen. You don't have to be afraid. The reason why you don't have to be afraid is because God is God. God will show up and show out. God will be there for you. He's a battle axe in the time of storm. Somebody tell me, I don't trust in man. I don't trust in people. I trust in God. Uh, in this situation in life, we've got to understand Psalm 46 and 10, which says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. God, please just be still in this season where everything is shut down, where everything is postponed, where everything is canceled. Be still and know the salvation of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, that God is in control, that God will pick you up, and that God will make a way out of no way, that God will heal you, that God will protect you, that God will restore you. Know that God is God, and God is all by himself. Know that ABC is not God. Know that the news media is not God. Know that uh, uh, your social media influencers are not God. Know that the doctors and the physicians are not God. Can I tell you right now, can I help somebody right now? There was a woman that had the issue of blood for 12 long years. She went to every doctor, every physician, every Every, 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 every specialist that she could think of, she spent every dime that she had, and they couldn't find an answer, just like they can't find an answer to this uh, to this sickness, but she couldn't find an answer to her problem. But one day, she kept seeing Jesus. She saw Jesus passing by, and she touched the hem of his garment. This is what she said. She said, if I just touch the hem of his garment, then I will be made well. Then I will be made whole. And when she touched him, then Jesus said, Jesus said, look, I felt power come out of me. I felt power. She knew that because she was sick, she was bleeding 12 long years, that nobody wanted to be around her. They wanted her to be self-quarantined. They wanted her to be self-isolated. They wanted to be her on the margins of society. They wanted her to be left out. They didn't want to touch her. They didn't want to catch her disease. They didn't want to spread her to spread whatever she had. But she said, I will be made whole today. I'm going to touch Jesus. I'm going to touch him. I, if I just touch just a little piece of Jesus, he'll make it all right. And I'm begging you today, if we would just enter into the presence of Jesus, he will make everything all right. We might have to go through some hills, might have to go through some valleys, but at the end of the day, he's going to deliver us. He's going to be with us. He's going, oh God, yes, he is. He's going to make a way. Yes, he will. If we just be still and know that he is God. Ah, uh, uh, there is power in pausing. You see, it's almost like a video game. Not a video game, but a movie. It's almost like a movie where... Um 
where if you're playing the movie uh, and you hit pause to go to the restroom, uh, yes, then you come back while you're in the restroom or while you done took your break. You're thinking about what comes next. Well, that's how the spiritual pauses of life, that's where the power of pausing comes into play uh, because we have an opportunity to reflect uh, on what we have seen uh, and to imagine what we're going to see next. That's the power in pausing. In the season that we're living in, we've got to be able to pause. You see, after the pause, we can move to the next scene. And can I can I give you some examples of the power of pausing? In the Old Testament, Hannah paused and prayed while she was barren. And God then blessed her with child. Job's normalcy, Job's normalcy was paused. He had his health taken away. He had, yeah, he had some boils on him. He had his livestock taken away. His routine was interrupted. He was paused. His normalcy was paused, but God gave him double for his trouble after the next scene. Jonah's life was paused in the belly of a fish. And after Jonah, he resumed. He went where he was called to go. Jesus was paused in the wilderness. And when he resumed, he moved to call his first disciples. Yes, but this is the topic the power of pausing is this. Jesus paused his life after he said, it is finished. And he said, Father, unto thy hands I commend my spirit. Uh -huh, yes, sir. And after he held and breathed his last, Jesus paused. His life was paused. But for two days, his life was paused. But early, somebody said early, early on. Sunday morning, early in the morning on the third day, he was moved to the resurrection. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. You see, that the thing about power and pausing is this, is that there's greater on the way. When you see a pause in your life, know that one period is over. One chapter is over. Know that something else is coming. I like the English majors here with the commas of life. Every time you write a sentence, some sentences require commas just to separate it, just to tell the writer and tell the reader to pause, to take a deep breath. The songwriter understood in the first 95 books of song. They understood that you had to pause after you said something critical. Yes, you did. They used the word Selah. You don't say it, but you just do it. You just pause. You just take a break. You just stop right where you are so that God can move you to the next scene. And so I declare there's power in pausing. Yes, I don't want to preach today, but I got to tell you, you got to find ways to still be you in the pause. Find ways to still be you in the pause. Find ways to still be you 
in the palms. Whether that is, if you love the Lord, you can still read your word. You can still pray. You can still fast. You can still worship. You can still praise the Lord. If you love to cook, you can still cook at home. If you love, if you love to read, you can still read at home. If you love to create, you can still create. You can still be who God made you to be in the midst. If you love to help, I'm sure there's people that are gonna need your help. You might have to take precautions, but you can still help. Whatever season God has you in right now, know that if you're in a pausing season, if your life has temporarily stopped, know that something greater is on the way. The conclusion is coming. Know that the coming is not the end, but it's only a pause to the next. Trust God in this pausing season. Trust God. Can't trust man. Listen to the information, yes. Don't trust man. When people tell you and scare you, 70 million people are going to get this virus and that's going to be the... They are not God. God declared in Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. The Bible also declares no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. No weapon, no virus, no disease, no sickness, that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. I just wanted to encourage somebody today. I wanted to encourage you today to be authentic in the pause. God was, is still God even when God rested on the seventh day. God was still God. Still be you. Still be who God created you to be during this time. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope God blessed you um, with it. We'll be back very soon. Um, until then, until next time, let's be authentic together. <laughs>